for the first down and still on his feet. RG3 is going to outrace everybody. Roethlisberger looks, crosser, grab, he caught it, fights to the goal line, breaks the plane, touchdown Pittsburgh! That might win them the division! And the handoff to Tomlinson, left side, and he will gallop into the end zone! Charger fans are witnesses to history! Welcome in to the Blitz Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Kane Schwartz. And yes, it's your favorite episode of the week. You can stop asking for it. The power rankings for week eight are here. And I'm here to do it with my uh, my two football brethren. Uh, me and Tyler just finished up recording the last podcast episode you just saw yesterday. Uh, but Jaden, welcome in, man. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Excited to yell at you all for the next 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, yeah. Hopefully uh, we can stay away from too much uh heated falcons debate we've had a lot of that uh but tyler you looking forward to uh dying on some hills today yeah i mean i don't think there's going to be too much heated falcons debate Uh, i think we can eat a little slice of humble pie there um they are still tied for first so i'm still going to throw that out there uh but but yeah no i'm excited to hop into this um once again you know Jaden, Mitch, and I talked about it. It was supposed to be that get-right week this weekend. It wasn't for a lot of teams that we highlighted in that episode. So uh, is this week the get-right week? I don't know. The two teams right off the back that are right at the pinnacle have got two pretty tough matchups where they're an underdog. Both teams are. So we'll dive into that a little bit more in our uh, in our preview episode. But, yeah, I'm, I'm amped. I'm amped as well. Uh, so before we dive into it, let's do a little uh, picks recap from the pod members. And we start off with a Thursday night football matchup. Tyler, you were the only one picking Arizona. Uh, the rest of us went to the about Saints. The only, that was like the only thing that went right for me with the picks this last week. So <laughs> This was a very bad week for Tyler. I will absolutely, if you trusted my picks, I'm extremely sorry. But don't worry, we're going to have a bounce back back. Bounce back week this week. I uh, I got some tricks up my sleeve this week that I can't wait to showcase. Sweet. Hopefully you can showcase them in another uh, TikTok. Maybe who knows? But um, but yeah, Tyler starts off the week nice with the Arizona Cardinals dub. Uh, but Jaden, you had the best week of us all, and it starts with picking the Ravens against the Browns. Uh, Tyler, you had the Browns. Uh, the rest of us had the Ravens, and then Bucks Panthers. Obviously, we all had the Carolina Panthers in that one. Psych! Uh, Bucks lost and didn't score a touchdown. Um, none of us had the Panthers to win that game. Uh, Falcons at the Bengals. The Bengals really impressed in this one. Me and Mitch both had the Falcons um, after me singing the praises. And uh, the term that we've used a couple times today, eating some humble pie, which isn't really usually seen on the Blitz pod, but I, we should definitely bring it around more often. Uh, but yeah, so me and Mitch take the L on that one, but Jaden and Tyler go Cincy, uh, Lions play at the Cowboys, Dak struggles for the most part in his return, but they still come out with the dub, uh, me, Jaden and Mitch had the Cowboys, Lions, unfortunately, Tyler went with, um, then Giants, Jags, uh, close game down to the wire, the Giants end up continuing their stud of a season, um, me and Mitch both had that game. Tyler and Jaden struck out. Uh, then Colts 
or Colts at the Texans. Uh, Jaden and Mitch came out on top with that one with the Titans. Uh, me and Tyler both took an L with the Colts. Uh, Packers at Commanders. I said in the uh, the live portion before game day that if we can stop the run, that Washington had a chance of winning. They got less than, what was it, 39 yards something? Less than 40 yards rushing. And we did, in fact, win the game. None of us had that one. Um, Jets at Broncos. Me and Jaden able to pick the Jets. But Mitch and Tyler take the L on the Broncos. Uh, the Raiders play the Texans at home and beat them pretty handedly. We all had that one. Um, Seahawks play at the Chargers. And Justin Herbert continues to look not like himself. Uh, the Seahawks come out on that one with Jaden getting the non-consensus pick. Here goes Seahawks. Me, Mitch, and Tyler all lost with the Chargers. Uh, I tried to be sneaky with the next one, Chiefs and 49ers. I went the 49ers and took the L there. Uh, the Chiefs went by 20 points. Um, Steelers and Dolphins on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Tua looked kind of shitty. Um, four drop picks from the Steelers. And the Dolphins end up winning that one. Steelers end up losing. Tyler had that one. And then Bears uh. at Pats on Monday Night Football. We all had the Pats. And the Pats lost. So, that does this for a uh, nice little picks recap. Jaden, you fucking killed it, man. Look at all that green. Hey, man. Look, for all the, for all the Jaden pick truthers out there, I love you. I appreciate you. And we're gonna keep the heat coming next week. We're 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 trying to get better every week. So hopefully next week we uh, have a better percentage. <laughs> nine and five. Nine and five is gonna be tough to top there. I don't. That might be one of the league, uh, the the pick 'em week best uh, that, that we've seen probably this season. Um, hey man, we're always trying to get better. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I'm starting to realize is like I love picking upsets. Mm. I I think that's something that I try and thrive <laughs> off of. Um, but it almost makes sense to just pick chalk every week pick every favorite it's 50 50 i mean literally every game could, look i mean we we have consensus we had more wrong consensus picks than right consensus picks this week yeah. it just feels better like when i picked seattle to beat the Chargers, oh. like not only is it because it's mitchell's team but dude that just i was i i turned it on and it was they were up by like two scores i was like i mean i look at so it nice. the browns had a chance to beat the ravens and the steelers had a chance to beat the dolphins mm -hmm. those two games go my way you know, those are two picks that I'm looking great in, but <clears throat> no, you, and if anybody listened to our Friday episode, Jaden's best bet of the week was Seahawks plus five. So uh, he was really high on the Seahawks. I will absolutely give him all the credit in the world. I said Seahawks would cover, but I did not call them on the money line. I will say that. Uh, I'm tossing out roses. Can't tell. You know, onto the stage. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, Mitchell has had some nasty weeks. Uh, to I, I don't know he might have gotten up to 10 correct picks at one point but um maybe even like 11 I don't know I feel like I remember writing 11 down but Mitch and yeah it's it's a little bit 11 11 wins with yeah I guess it would be 11 and 5 because I'm thinking you'd have two extra games that you normally don't have because of the bye weeks yeah for sure but our boys have been cooking on the picks so far uh everybody continues to say that I just throw out absolute madness uh, but the absolute madness sometimes hit, man. And you need a madman as part of the crew. Am I right? So, without further ado, we are done with the picks recap. So, let's dive in to our favorite segment of the week. And that is, drumroll, that is the power rankings. So, uh, to recap last week, 
Um, really quickly, we had Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Vikings, Chargers, Bengals, Cowboys, 49ers, Bucks, Giants, Ravens, Dolphins, Jets, Titans, Rams, Colts, Falcons, Packers, Pats, Raiders, Saints, Seahawks, Jags, Browns, Broncos, Cardinals, Steelers, Lions, Commanders, Bears, Texans, and Panthers for those of you on the audio version. Um, but let's dive into it, man. And the, I don't know what... What are we going to be moving around first? I think it's probably the Chiefs moving to one. Am I right? No. Oh. I've still got him. I've got him at two. So they jump Philly. Philly falls victim to having a bye week here. But we are still a week removed from Buffalo beating them in Kansas City. So I'm not ready to move them quite yet. You know, we we have some we have a test for Buffalo this week and the Packers maybe. Um Still can't believe that that's currently an 11.5 point line. It's absolute insanity to me. But I'm not ready to move the Chiefs to one quite yet. I have them at I'm three. I'm going to keep them at two for right now. I know they won this week, and I know they won convincingly. <coughs> I can't penalize the Eagles and Bills too much on having the bye. I mean, it's it's literally, they did nothing. Well, you're really not going to Yeah, like I know, and, and, I, and I totally disagree Vikings, with that. Yeah. I don't think a team should move down or up because they were on a bye. I, I really truly don't. Unless like the teams behind them did something that's out of other word, worldly, and the Eagles are still undefeated. The Chiefs have two losses. Like I have to take that into account. I'll say that the okay. Chiefs have put up one more week of extra production, one more week of what we can judge them on, than the Eagles and the Bills, and in that extra week. They went down to the 49ers, one of the best defenses so far in football, a tier one team for us, and they beat them handedly. So. Well, I don't think the 49ers are a tier one team after this see, week. The, but, um, yeah, I think we are ready to move them down. But I, I and I know it's tough with the with the win loss record because Philly is undefeated, but I just. If we're going to move Kansas City up, I feel like it has to stop at Buffalo because we, we can't move them above them when we're just, I mean, now two weeks removed from yeah, the Bills the beating them is, in their house. I mean, just last week they lost. Like I said, Eagles are still undefeated. I, I, can't, I can't have them lower than two. I can't have them below a team that has two losses, in my opinion. I just, I don't agree with it. And I'm going to stand by this because I know what Jaden's going to get into in a minute or two. Um, and I'm not going to waver off a team having a buy should be penalized. Like, I don't think any of the teams that were on a buy should move up or should move down, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, but then you can't do that because that locks teams in certain places and it keeps teams out of tears. Like, they could get it back whenever, you know, let's say the – Chiefs have their bye this week. The Eagles could get that spot back this week with an impressive win. Same thing with like Buffalo. How far, like, how far do you move them down then? Like, like my, my opinion is you're won. negatively – you're saying that a team did something bad this week when they didn't do anything bad. No, I think what, like, in my opinion, the way that I look at it is that a team has just put up an extra week of sample size that we can look yeah, at and say, hey, did. this team is really good. Well, not even that, just – just think of it as the the Eagles didn't do anything bad to be moved down. The Chiefs just did something really good, good to be moved up. It's not like we're moving the Eagles down because they've played less snaps this year than the Chiefs have. We're moving the Chiefs 
moves up because they looked better. Honestly, I think they looked better on Sunday than I've seen at any point from the Eagles this season. Other, maybe other than that Minnesota game in week two, like Philly has been good. They've, you know, held a 10 point lead in every game that they've played in, but I, I just trust Kansas city more moving forward, especially they've got the elite of elite quarterback. Everything seems to be coming together. Sit quite, not quietly, but Juju Smith-Schuster is starting to emerge as the guy in that receiver room. I know that Miko Hardman had three touchdowns on Sunday, but I think Mahomes is really starting to trust Juju like as his number one guy, and we were kind of concerned as to who that was going to be. Was it going to be Juju, MVS, Sky Moore, Miko Hardman? But I, I honestly think it's Juju, man, and that's big for them if they've got a guy because that opens up the offense for everybody else. Yeah, we like, talked about Nicole that Hardman on Sutton Tides about – Juju really emerging and how it was something we talked about at the beginning of the year, you know, developing that chemistry really mesh and really gel together. But yeah, no, I absolutely agree with Juju. And and I don't, I, and I think that that's why power rankings are so great because it's all about your perspective and your guys' perspective is it's one team did something really well that they should go ahead. And my perspective is, well, a team didn't play, so they shouldn't move down. And that's what it comes down to is, is the perspective. Now you guys are out voting me outnumbering me two to one so i have to concede and say that the chiefs are ahead of the eagles okay i'll say one last thing i'm just thinking about all the hate that we're gonna get for moving the eagles back in these fucking rankings for that's enough being on by i don't think i could do it hey man, <laughs> i don't think i am I our social media manager i don't i am our i am our social media you... manager bring it on <sighs> you will you'll end up doing it anyway that's the funny thing so i'll just move it I'll probably just move the Eagles down into tier two. <laughs> yeah. Just because they had a bye. All right. I mean, that's what you're telling me. <laughs> so, Frank, we yeah. have Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles locking in those top three spots. Uh, Here's when it gets really interesting. So, last week in tier one, we had the Vikings, Chargers, Bengals, Cowboys, and 49ers. I think after beating the breaks off of Atlanta, a team that we've been hyping up, I think the Bengals belong at that four spot. That's what I, that's exactly what I had. I'm sorry, Tyler. I know you, I know this is against your uh, code here, but look, and Cincinnati just has put more out there and we've, we're, I'm more impressed right now than what I've been for Minnesota. Minnesota's five and one, don't get me wrong. And Cincinnati has three losses, but I've never felt good about any of Minnesota's wins this year. Like, the wins that they've had, I've, like... Packers win? It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, okay, week one. I'll grant you that. Packers win. Yes. Correct. Barely. But barely. we've now seen that... Barely. They won 23-7. They kicked their ass. No, no I'm they, saying... They, they, yeah, that was an I'm impressive win. I'm saying barely it's an impressive win because of the quality of team of the Packers, which we will continue to discuss, but carry on. And Cincinnati's offense, the, all the problems that we had that I remember talking about in, I think it was week five, it was after the Ravens game, where it just looked so slow. Like, they were just forcing the run even when it wasn't there, and it was like, run, run, pass on third down every single drive. Now they're really letting Burrow shot. I mean, this is your that, this is yeah. your dude. Burrow's, Burrow's going off right now. <clears throat> Jamar Chase is reaping the benefits of it, and T. Higgins isn't even really getting involved right now. I don't know if he's still, like, ever so slightly banged up. They don't know if they want to get him back in the fold here. What do you mean? He had five for 93. Did he yeah. really? Yes. Jesus Christ. I, if you're going to throw for, I didn't, if you're I gonna throw hear, for that many yards. I didn't hear anything about, I didn't hear any, I was about to say, I didn't hear anything about him. I heard about Boyd and Chase, and I know that he got, 
blanked two weeks ago, and then he like didn't. I think he didn't play against New Orleans, or he barely played. Um, but it just I feel like it's stocked down on T Higgins right now, just because of what else is going on around them. But like we're saying, like the fact that I didn't even know that he did that, I feel like that's got to move Cincinnati up. And this is this we, is the golden child of Atlanta here that they're we beating. talked we talked about last week how like we felt so uncomfortable putting the Vikings at four like they don't really belong there but like what other team has proven more than the Minnesota Vikings so far yet like now the like to say that about a five and one team. yeah okay okay <laughs> but we didn't we said that we hey, like because, we said hey, that hey it's okay it's okay Kane I remember my first win you know I understand why you're on your high horse this week it's it's okay I I get it two wins one against the Jackson week oh, one my, my bad yeah um, but this is forgot Chicago's. Uh, the Vikings didn't uh, sniff a Super Bowl last year. Uh, didn't catch a whiff. Couldn't catch a fifty-mile whiff of a Super Bowl last year. Uh, the Bengals made it to one last year, so that's why I feel ultimately like the team on paper is better. The history is better. Like the talent's better. Like I, the conference that they're playing in is harder. Their level like of competition is harder. So I'm I'm putting the Bengals at four, but. Tyler, take it away, man. So, I have the Viking... Oh, okay, go ahead. I mean, ahead. all right. To your guys' defense, I have the Bengals at five. So, like, okay. I don't have them, like, in the it, tier two range. Like, I still have them pretty high. But I, I have the Vikings at four because same reason I gave the Eagles. I don't think a team should be docked because they're so, five. So, okay. So, are the Rams still at 15 for you? Oh... Uh... You can't discriminate because of the bye, but you can't leave I do, them actually. there. Like we've, <laughs> you motherfucker. Fuck we've... you. I have the Rams. I have the Rams, and then the God Raiders. Damn God damn it! Like we've moved again. We've Look. moved like so many teams this year, but like, like we've moved almost every team every week. Like almost for the most part. Yeah, I was about to say the. T- I know. I know. We moved a bunch of teams last week on their bye. They just weren't as prom. I mean, this was a crazy bye week to have our. The Bills and Eagles, who are arguably the two best teams in the NFL, and the Vikings, who we have as a top five team, plus the Rams, who just won the Super Bowl, all having a bye week in the same week. Like, I can't remember the last time that happened. I remember last year there was like this big fantasy bye week where I think there was like six bye weeks. But I know we moved around teams last week. Like, I know we moved, I, I moved the Raiders up. I know we moved the Titans around a little bit. You can't. Okay. Um, they don't. All right. All right. I will, I will, I will concede and I will. I, I... I will give the Bengals a nod over the Vikings from four to five. We appreciate the. Okay. We appreciate well, the since since you seeded, I will give the Vikings the nod over the Cowboys, who I also moved in front of Minnesota at first. But I I will concede. I have, that. Cow- I have Cowboys at six. Okay, so do I. All right, so we're all good so far. I can... What do you think about that game? Because the Chargers have got to move down. Yes, the Chargers we're, absolutely we're moved the down. down. And the 49ers arguably moved down, in my opinion. Like, they faced our number two team in football. And the thing is, they didn't play bad. Yes. Like, I kept lo- I was watching that game because the, the 4 o'clock games were, like, nothing. It did – like, every time I looked at the scoreboard, I was like, there's no way that this is real. Like, they played a good game. They Jimmy Garoppolo had 300 yards passing. They had 100 yards on the ground. Their defense – 
obviously wasn't the greatest. They let up a few big plays that scored touchdowns. But out of all those things, just a couple plays that's the there. most consistent thing of the 49ers is their defense. So, like, you can rely on the yeah. defense going forward. So, like... You guys, and it's still getting healthy again. You guys want to like, know? Uh, you guys want to know something crazy about the Chiefs is that they're three and zero in games where they trail by ten points or more this year. They're two and two in the other games. That's wild, man. I so maybe the strategy with the Chiefs is don't go up early. I guess I don't know. Well, so I saw or I heard one of the craziest stats I think you could ever put together. So of quarterback win percentage since Mahomes has been in the league. Mahomes is like 800, something around that. 591. Rodgers. Really? Yeah, he's, he's 13 to 9 when trailing by 10 points in his career. No, okay. You messed up my punchline, damn it. It was <laughs> Mahomes bad. at like 800 regular. Rodgers was at like 700. And then Mahomes with a te- at trailing by 10 is like 600. And then it's like Brady and everybody else. But the it's insane. But the discrepancy is is Mahomes is at 590 winning percentage. Brady is next at 379. Like, it's not even close. He's 200 points ahead of the next closest. All right. Let's dive into more the bottom half of this tier one, man. I really want to figure this out. And my apologies on stealing your thunder there, James. Fine. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, okay. I'll come up with you, something next week. You guys said Cowboys after either the Vikings well after the Vikings but why not the Giants man the Cowboys just Cowboys beat them Cowboys beat the Giants Cowboys beat the Giants yes okay almost every position except for running back I'm scared Cowboys beat the Giants with Cooper Rush and I know what you're gonna say I know what you're gonna say it was that big of a drop-off but they still beat them with Cooper Rush in New York I'm not that out this is you are a former Dak Believer, you are a former Dak yeah, lover for sure. I mean, he has a lower PFF grade overall and in passing uh, so far this year in the games that uh, Cooper Rush has played versus Dak Prescott this year. Um, I'm scared of what this guy. It, yeah, I know, games. I know, but he's still been better in the games that he's played in all of them. In every single minute, not even two games. In every single minute that Cooper Rush has been on the field, he's been Compare- so far okay. this year. He's been better than what Dak has at when he's been on the field so far this year. I just I'm scared of what this offense looks like with Dak Prescott so far. Like what we've seen. Like I mean they they were they barely won the the uh, the Cowboys were down. They were leading less than a touchdown going into the fourth quarter in this game. So Dak is pretty much a career above average PFF grade. He's trailed off to 47 this year, but this is in two games. One of which the nobody on offense could get anything going for Dallas in Week One, and then you know, yeah, Detroit's defense is terrible. But his first game back after five weeks, remember what happened when we saw Russell Wilson come back after his first game with the finger injury? He looked awful. But then he continued. So I think they were limiting him a little bit on what they. Yeah, I suppose. But Russell Russell Wilson is a medical anomaly in more ways than one. Again. Career, you know, he had 82, 85 the year the year before that. I'm not super worried about Dak because, uh, like, what if Dak comes in and he's Cooper Rush? This team was, what, 4-1 and one with Cooper Rush. If Dak Prescott is, like, the worst version of himself, they're still an above 500 team. But... But the the Cooper Rush is better than the worst version of Dak Prescott. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, that's not the argument that they're trying to make, I hope. Like, that's... It. 
Cooper, the he's, worst of Dak if, Prescott. If the Cooper worst, Rush the is absolute better. worst of Dak Prescott. If the absolute worst of Dak Prescott is Cooper Rush, which again, there's a reason why Cooper Rush is his back. There's a reason why I remember saying week one, and I will, you know, I will take my L on this one of saying that the Cowboys eat should that tank humble pie. Once eat Cooper, that humble yeah, pie. I will eat that humble pie. I will eat that humble pie. It's because Cooper Rush isn't that good. Like he's had a couple good games in Dak's absence, but Dak is still a significantly better player. There's a reason why he's getting paid forty million dollars a year and Cooper Rush is a career backup. Like that there's a reason behind this. Yes, yes, absolutely. But like what guy can run the fucking offense better? Like which guy's gonna win this? Dak Prescott! Cooper Rush is a clearly running the play action game much more effective than Dak did in the games that he's played. So, uh, all right, let's get off the fucking quarterback controversy talk. And I'm the Giants have a better record than the Cowboys. They have a much more impressive Week Seven win. Yes, the Cowboys beat the Giants, but no, they don't. No, the do the Giants do not have a more impressive Week Seven. They beat. The Jags by one yard. At Jacksonville. And the Cowboys narrowly escape the Detroit Lions at home in AT&T Stadium. Boo! They were were leading less than a touchdown going into the fourth fucking quarter, bro. Against the Giants. narrowly escaping. The Lions scored six points. How is it narrow? They beat them by three scores. Going going into the fourth quarter, yard. going into the fourth quarter, being up ahead, less than a touchdown, is narrowly escaping. That's literally you look that up in the fucking football dictionary. That's what, what is narrowly, narrowly escaping, escaping is. When you get when you tackle a guy at the one yard line, what is that? Is that not narrowly escaping? I'm not gonna sit look, here and look, argue look that. Me, Tyler, give me your opinion me on the fucking Cowboys, man. Uh, so you really think the Cowboys easily outrank the Giants, Tyler? Because I'm here, I'm, I'm tired of hearing Jaden's blabber. Cowboys beat the Giants. Like I, that's okay. Fine, Cowboys I'll see you guys. I'll see. I don't have a choice. Yeah, kind of convincingly. Okay. I just can't. You know what? I want to put I'm going to put the Cowboys in front of the Vikings because it's two two against one, and I do think that the Cowboys are better than the Vikings. Whatever. <laughs> Go and beat the Cardinals this week, and then we can talk. I'll put the Vikings there. I just wanted to do that because you just disagreed with me blatantly. Kind of hurt my feelings. Uh, but let's dive into the rest of this tier, man. I mean, Chargers are definitely dipping out of here. But what team moves up in their place? I think it's a Giants. Giants. Yeah. All right. I have the Giants behind the Cowboys. I have, and I don't care what Jaden's going to say with this one. So I had the Ravens and Dolphins nope. in front of the Giants. I could definitely nope. hear an argument to have the Giants at seven, though. Totally Giants beat the Ravens. That. I don't care if Lamar totally fine with that. was crazy how it happened. Giants beat the Ravens. <laughs> I'm with totally that. fine with that. Okay, and not only beat them, but like just beat them like two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay, all right, Giants behind the Cowboys. We're all in consensus on that. Uh, Chargers move out of this tier into Tier 2. Um, I think... I have Ravens. I have 49ers still. I have 49 for all the reasons that I've outlined earlier. And also, you're bringing in CMC, man. Christian fucking McCaffrey. After he didn't... He literally was just able to look at the playbook on the plane to get ready for the game. Are they going to be healthy, though? 
like on the on the defensive line? Like, are they ever going to be healthy? Like this year on the defensive line or on defense in general? Because forty-four points. Yikes! Six I have the Niners yikes. at ten against the best offense in football. Undebatably, yikes! Against a defense that is just, played really well outside of that game, yikes! Like what? Like they played the un- Chiefs un- undebatedly. Undebatedly, okay. I would, I would argue the Bills are just as good, if not a better offense. And the, from what we've seen the last two weeks, you can throw the Bengals in there. The Eagles are still electric. What the, what the Chiefs are able to do with the guys that they have, like I mean, it, like I, they have Patrick Mahomes. That's true. Stop making the excuses for all the. Other, they have the best, arguably, the best quarterback in the game, and arguably the best tight end all time. Okay, well, in this scenario, you're making my argument for me to keep the Niners. No, because you're sitting there saying the other guys around them are the reason, like, like what they have to showcase is the reason. The reason that they're that good is because they have those two guys. I think that the other teams have better playmakers than those two guys. Even though they're they're great, I think top to bottom, I would take the other playmakers on the other teams over those playmakers because that's it's just those two, in my opinion. I know Juju's coming on, but I would just I would say it's those two, whereas the Bills... You have Josh Allen, you have Gabe Davis, you have um, Stephon Diggs. With the Bengals, you've got Joe Burrow, you've got Joe Mixon, you've got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. The Eagles have got A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith, even Dallas Goddard, maybe Miles Sanders. I don't know about that. I would take those playmakers over the two playmakers that the Chiefs had, just because it's quantity over quality there. So back to the Niners. (laughs) Don't have the Niners. Okay. In my top well, Jaden, who do you have in that eight spot? I have the Ravens at eight. I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about it. But the teams below them, Miami played 20 minutes of good offense Sunday night against a defense that was trying to give. The, I mean, they they kept possession when they really shouldn't have more times than not, and they still couldn't really do anything with it. Um, our defense still doesn't look good either. San Francisco at 10. We've talked about them. Chargers, i not moving them up into eight. The Rams, definitely not. The Bucks, definitely not. And then we're getting into, we're, we're moving way down here. Okay. Jets? So you guys both, okay, the Jets. No, not with the injuries. The Jets definitely have a conversation. But you guys both have the Ravens in that eight spot. Um, my argument against the Ravens, yes. they should have lost. They should have lost on Sunday. Uh, Phantom. False. They should have beat the Giants then, too. A phantom false start call. A phantom false start call on Cade York's field goal may, takes it from to tie it. like a 50. Yeah, to the, tie I was about to say, the thing is the 56-yarder. Because they lost. They He missed a 54-yarder against L.A. So, yeah, and it's, it's a, it's a toss-up between tying it and then you go to overtime, get a coin flip. If you, don't, if you do get it, what chance does Jacoby Brissett have to drive you down the field with the game on the line for the second time in a row? The other thing I will say about the Ravens, though, is Kane is right in this sense. They were damn close to blowing another 10-point fourth quarter lead. I know. Like, and like I said, I don't feel good about having them at eight. It's just the teams that are behind them I feel worse about. Yeah, I would I would agree with that, that I don't know if there's things that the teams behind them did that puts them over the Ravens, except for probably the Jets. I know your argument's going to be what well, Brees Hall is now out and Elijah Vera Tucker. 
I understand that argument. So that's why I have the Ravens where I have them. But um, I mean, the Jets continue to win. Zach, Zach Wilson's undefeated as the starter this year. <laughs> like, I know we talk about he's not necessarily winning them the games, but he's not losing. The next, I mean, the next two teams here. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm thinking it's Jets Niners. Do you guys have a, a team above the Niners? Jaden's got I the have, Dolphins. I have the Dolphins above the Niners. I do not. I, I have... Look, I'm a big Niners. I like the Niners. But there, there's problems there. There are problems there. Something is going wrong. I know you've got to get McCaffrey up to speed, but I don't care who the Chiefs are. If you want to be the best defense, in, there's no reason that the best defense in the league should give up 44 points to anybody. I mean, I don't disagree with that. I I have it as Ravens, Niners, Jets, Dolphins. That's what I have. Um, Jets beat the Dolphins. Yeah. I know Tua wasn't in, but Jets still beat the Dolphins. And I know that they lost players, but until they lose, um, like, I, I, I got to keep riding this hot this hot wave right now. And I love what Rob Asala, Robert Sala is doing. I think he's turned into one of the great coaching hires that we've seen in the past couple of years. I, I would agree with that. But listen, man, Brees Hall was the engine for that offense. He was fantastic for the last few weeks, even got them what ended up being the deciding score, 65-yard run, um, to essentially give them the lead there. They win by a touchdown. He scores a touchdown. He's done for the year. AVT, who's their best offensive lineman, is done for the year. Now you're down Becton and AVT. Those are your two best offensive linemen, not far and away, but those are your two guys. You're now missing both of them. Zach Wilson, in his past two games, has posted a 45 and a 35 PFF grade. Did they win? They won, but they won 16 to 9 against Brett Ripon. Or I don't. I heard somebody say it today, and I know. Brett Rip- what, yeah, Ripian. I was about to say. I know that's not how you pronounce it, but I couldn't remember what it was. Brett Ripian. You beat him by seven points, <laughs> and those seven points that you got are gone. Those seven points just tore their ACL. So there's concern in New York as far as I, I mean. Look, I, I, I was don't... just as high as you at this time last week. I was right there with you. But after these big injuries, I mean, you can't just keep eating these with Zach Wilson not playing above, you know, a below average level. I will say their defense that's, is on fire. That's defense looks I agree. incredible. Sauce Gardner, you know, Pat Sertain, we've, we've hyped him up all year. But, man, Sauce Gardner is that dude, I think. I think they hit a home run on that draft pick. Um, I, I, I agree with you, but my – and I agree with this. You know, the Jets' success is a direct correlation to what Brees was when they implemented Brees Hall into that starting role. You know, as you saw that, not only obviously they got Zach Wilson back, but also Brees Hall took over number one RB duties and they ripped off, you know, three or four straight wins. But until – if this team wins this week against the Patriots, I know the yeah, pa- Patriots say, slipped on Monday and there's a lot of question marks going on right now. A 6-2 and two halfway point in the season – I absolutely granted, think that still speaks volumes. Granted, to me. I remember I can't remember who said it. I feel like it was a CBS sports guy said that everything that the Jets have done this offseason is great, but they might be dead by the halfway point. And here we are with them at five and two. Exactly. Granted, some of these teams have not panned out how we thought they would, but I agree. I agree with Tyler. Like this defense has been fucking fantastic this year. That's one thing that you didn't mention. Uh, Quinton Williams, uh, I mean, he's been a dog outside of Sauce. He's been a leader of that defense for the most part. 
And, I mean, they have been heavily relying on Brees Hall, don't get me wrong, but this might mean, like, overall good things for Zach Wilson if he can take advantage of the opportunity because, like, they'll depend on him more exactly. now going forward. They'll have, he'll be throwing more in the games. and I don't think that's a good thing right But then, now. like, you got guys like Elijah Moore who's requesting a trade because you're only running the ball for the most part. Like, now you'll see Elijah Moore. Corey Davis has it. Or you'll run the ball just less effectively. Because that's what this offense is built on. This, this, it's Mike LaFleur's system. It's built but, on the zone run. Okay. But we're going to, James Robinson is now a Jet, guys. Like, he's, he's really good at football. He's not Brees Hall. He's not Brees Hall, but he's, he's definitely not like a just backup running back that you go to plug in. He's, he's an RB1, he, RB actually was that and that's the reason why he's on the jets right now he just recorded like two carries for jacksonville yes because they drafted this guy after travis Etienne in the fucking first round dumbass like james robinson is a six round running back like that played really well it was an rb1 and you had the opportunity to pair trevor lawrence up with his college running back a first round prospect fuck yeah why not do that you just had a problem, a good problem in Jacksonville, having two really talented running backs on the team. And now James Robinson's going somewhere else to showcase his talents somewhere else. I, I don't know. I don't know about You guys that. fucking I hate James Robinson. Like, like, every time I've mentioned James yeah. Robinson, you guys fucking hate him. What'd he do? Yeah. What'd he He's do? So Tell me. uninspiring. <laughs> I drafted Travis CTM. What do you mean, what did he do? I'm forced to not like James Robinson. Um, I don't know if he's going to be the one that's going to be taking the majority of those carries, though. I, I think Michael Carter is going to probably get 60%. Please, and I think that James God. Robinson. Actually, it'll probably be like a 55. Kane, you three, were the biggest Michael five. Carter truther on planet Earth last I'm, year. I'm more of a James you were, Robinson You were like, truther. dude, I love this guy. In like week six. I'm more of a James Robinson truther, though. Like, I was, when Brees got injured, I was like, let's fucking go. I can't wait to talk about MCJ, look up all the stats and right. shit. But they traded for James Robinson, so I James Robinson is I feel like that guy over there. All right, back to the back to power. They wouldn't, uh, power. yeah, back to power rankings. But you're saying that MCJ is going to get sixty percent of the carries. They wouldn't feel the necessity to literally go trade for a guy the next day or the same day that Brees Hall gets injured if they felt comfortable with MCJ going forward. So I'll end that right there. You know what's crazy? Here, I have a, real quickly. I have a th I think the I think the Jags called them. James Robinson didn't record a carry, and Travis Etienne looked great. I think they're like, all right, we're, we're ready to move on. He's been great. Let's keep him moving. Yeah, because they were so urgent to, to get a fifth-round and sixth-round pick. Yeah. They were like, I can't I want to propose to you all something that might be a bit of a hot take here, and I don't have them this high, but seemingly we can't seem to decide on anything. What about Seattle? Whoa. That's nice. I don't have them that high. If no. there's another team that I'm going to throw into this conversation. I have Seattle in front of the Jets. If there's another team that I'm going to throw into this conversation, it's the Titans. I honestly don't hate that either. The Titans and the Dolphins are in this conversation right now. And I like the Dolphins better than the Titans, personally. I... So, all right, real quick, real quick. We, to, to start off Tier 2, 49ers at 9. <laughs> we still don't have an 8 yet. Are we, yeah. Did we decide on the Ravens? Yeah. Ravens are at 8, yes. Okay. 49ers at 9. I think we agreed with that one. And then this okay. is where we are at 10. We've got the Jets. We've got the Dolphins. We've got the Titans. Maybe the Seahawks. 
I think those are the four in consideration for that tenth spot. I would probably in my power rankings, Titans. I have the Dolphins here. I have the Dolphins here. Personally, I have the it's Dolphins as well. Yeah, but it's a different team. Tua, Tua being there and Tua not being there, it's a different team. We saw we saw a completely different energized team on Sunday Night Football than what's the. They Miami. played a quarter for, for twenty good, for twenty minutes. Football. I will grant. I will grant. The Did Dolphins you watch that, that second half? Did you watch the second half? Because they were all. It was not good, and it, I don't know what it was because literally, like, I watched that game. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to lose by 50. Because it felt like every time they ran the RPO, they had at least two guys five yards open. And then for the rest of the game, I just I, – I didn't even watch their offense. Like, it, it didn't even felt, feel watchable. Tua I don't remember not, anything that they did in the second half. Tua did not look great. After that first after that first quarter, Tua did not look – the chemistry wasn't there between him and Tyreek Hill – and him and Waddle, which I said was going to happen. That's why I picked the Steelers, because I thought it's going to take a week for the chemistry to get get back. And it was there right in the beginning. And then something happened, and it just the, the switch just turned off almost immediately in that game, which allowed the Steelers to have a chance to win at the end. I, I'm, I, I, like I said, I'm sticking by the Jets over the Dolphins. What did the Dolphins do that really impressed me this week? Uh, your same argument, you guys, you guys wanted to argue so hardly for the Cowboys being at fucking six with Dak Prescott coming back and not looking the greatest because he's got to get chemistry with his receivers. But God forbid Tua, the guy I've been depending for like two years, you guys, God forbid he comes back and looks shitty. You guys all of a sudden want to just throw the Dolphins out the window. Like I'm not. I can't stand for that. They're better than the Titans. Like, this is a team that we had in Tier uh, tier 1 when Tua was healthy. Give him another week to get adjusted against. He he faced up against the Steelers secondary that is really good. They dropped four picks. (laughs) Yeah, I I have the Dolphins at 10. Yeah, so I was more directing that at Tyler. I was was angry. Yeah, I had the Jets beating the Dolphins. The Jets beat the Dolphins, and that's why I have them ahead. That's what I've been going off of this entire time. I'm not going to waver from my method on how I'm ranking these teams. No. Okay. I'm gonna stay consistent. So I thought. So you don't have. Do you have the uh, the Dolphins ahead of the Titans? Yes. Okay. Slightly. I said that the Titans could be in consideration for this. Oh, okay. I'm just okay. I do think we're not talking enough about the fact that the Jets literally just lost the guy that's been carrying their offense for the last two to three weeks. He's gone. Zach Wilson. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. If this was a standings, we'd have the Giants in front of the Chiefs. Let's let's be real here. But you're arguing is, against a team that they just beat two weeks ago. A completely different Three team. A completely different team. Everybody yeah, they had they had yeah, but they had Brees Hall then. They had Brees Hall. They had Elijah Vera Tucker. Elijah Moore wasn't, you know, pissed because he wasn't getting targets. I think the Dolphins. Right, the Dolphins are going to move ahead. I disagree, but damn, Tyler, you're you're kind of on a boat today, on an island. <laughs> Every time he's just like, right, dude, he's slow, dude, he's slowly, he slowly leaned back in his chair as this episode's gone on. It's just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and argue with. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you guys for 20 fucking minutes about the Jets and Dolphins at 10 or 11. If I'm not going to win this battle, because we've got 30 other teams I to talk about. I fought valiantly for the Falcons to be in tier four. <sighs> okay, all right, let's move. tooth and nail. <laughs> let's move on. 
Okay. <laughs> He's not so pissed. Okay. He's All right. <laughs> um. Okay. So Titans, and then after the Titans, personally, I have the Chargers following them up. Seahawks. Dude, I'm with that. I I'm with I that. I have the Seahawks. Dude, look, the Chargers have fundamental problems. They, I mean, also you're losing Mike Williams as well. With Keenan Allen still, I know he came back this week, but he had what two catches for 11 yards, something like that. Mike Williams probably that's a high ankle sprain. That's a four to six week injury. He's gonna be out for a while. Kind of the reason why we've been holding them back was because they didn't have Keenan Allen. Now they don't have Mike Williams, and they have an injured Keenan Allen. They're <laughs> if you look at like their target heat map, it's ridiculous. Like it's all blue from like five yards up. Everything, all, all they're doing right now is throwing it short. And I don't trust a team like that. And I've said it for like two years that if the Chargers play a team like the Colts, like the Browns, like Seattle, that can run the ball effectively, they're going to lose. Almost every time about, they're going to lose. Y'all want to talk about Travis Etienne season, man. It is Kenny Walker season. And yes, I hyped him up on our studs and duds. He was a start of the week at the running back position. Um, on our TikTok, this guy's an, I, I said RB5, RB3 maybe. I mean, I, I, rest of the season. I'm not joking when I say that either. I'm 100% serious. This guy is a real deal. I talked about it. He ran 22 miles per hour on that run that he had for, what was it, 65, 70-yard touchdown run. 22 miles per hour. It's fastest by any player this season. That's absolutely insane. Um, and the other thing I'm going to say, everybody keeps writing him off, and he ain't writing back. <laughs> Geno Smith, man, guy. keep denying, keep, keep shutting this guy down. They're in first place. This is a team that we were like, oh, who's going to start next year or this year? Yeah. Geno Smith or Drew Locke, and who's going to be the fill-in for them to go get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young? I was about to say. This is, this is no longer a joke, and I talked about it. I said, is Pete Carroll the most underrated coach in football? And I think it might be true because when they were doing all their sex, success, it was Legion of Boom, it was Marshawn Lynch, it was Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll got no credit. And now look at what they're doing. They're they're four and three. They're atop of this division. They've got a crazy that we're gonna say this in week eight, but we best game of the week is the Seahawks or the Giants at the Seahawks. It's the only game this week with two teams with winning records. Uh crazy and crazy, crazy stat and something I didn't think we would say this late into the season. But yeah, I mean Gino didn't even have his best game, but he still had two touchdowns. He still had two hundred yards. He didn't need to do much in the second half. I mean, they got out to such a good lead. I'm a believer, and, you know, I know you guys hyped up Tariq Woolen. Dude's legit, man. Dude is legit, and he looks great. Mitchell and... fucking clowned me for mocking him in the second round to the Seahawks in, like, January. And I was like, I just like the fit, and here we are. But am I losing my shit? When did Geno Smith play for the Chargers? I'm looking at that. his PFF. He had a 20 PFF grade in 2018 with the Chargers. I have no wow. recollection of that whatsoever. He played. Uh, Who was he backing up? Was it dude, Rivers? He, it had to be. He played Rivers. in New York too. He played for the Giants. Yeah. I remember he played for the Jets and the Giants, but right. Yep. I do not remember him playing with the Chargers. I mean, he's got eighteen journeyman or thirty-two total snaps with LA, but I I do not recall that whatsoever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I picked them over the Chargers this week. I just feel good about what they're doing. Now the DK Metcalf injury does throw a little wrench in this. He's not like it's not a torn ACL like everybody thought it was. 
I still have yet to see a timetable. I saw the MRI was negative and there's no surgery required and they're going to rehab it, but I've yet to see anything as far as length of weeks go or even what the injury is. So that looms large here. Obviously, that's going to move them up or down because if DK Metcalf is out for a significant amount of time. Okay, but here's my argument is we're arguing between the Seahawks and the Chargers. Chargers just lost Mike Williams, maybe for the same amount of time, if not longer. And their number one receiver is Keenan Allen, who is supposed to be back in full this week. He was on a snap count this past week. But, like, do we really know what we're going to get from Keenan? I I like this. And the Seahawks just beat – they didn't beat him. Dude, they did what the Jags did to the Chargers. Chargers scored a touchdown late, I think. They beat the hell out of them, man. Yeah, I mean, to play devil's advocate against the Seahawks real quick. I mean, we were mentioning it last week. Like, I was trying to hype up the Seahawks, and I was told to pump the brakes, and rightfully so, because they had a loss to the Falcons, 27-3. to uh, They got bl- let up 39 no. points uh, to the Saints to lose to them. And... They lost to the 49ers. Their defense has really picked it up. Their defense has picked it up, though. That's one thing that I will say, because this is this was our knock on them and why we didn't feel confident about moving them up was, A, we didn't know how long this Geno Smith thing was going to last, and it seems like it's going to be like a thing, like it's, it's happening. And their defense was the second worst in the league to Detroit. Now it's really starting to pick up. I, I don't know if that's you know a mix of turnovers or whatever, but Daryl Taylor... Edge rusher's been playing really well for them so far. Obviously, all the hype's on Tariq Woolen right now with how well he's playing. Kobe Bryant also got a pick in this game. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jordan Brooks dude. is also a superstar on that defense. Yeah, he's been he's, and, been, and, he's been very good this year. So and, far, and I know we hype him up as overrated, but like they're doing this without arguably their best defensive player, Jamal Adams. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, no arguments there for the Seahawks ahead of the Chargers. Uh, but as far as the teams that come up next, in order, I've got Chargers, Rams, Raiders, Bucks. I have Chargers, Rams, Raiders. Ooh, okay. Even love we're on the totem pole for the Bucks. Uh, Jaden, you got something similar? No. I don't know where Jaden went. Jaden. Oh, there's Jaden. Sorry, guys. I had to make a wardrobe change. I, w- I was getting, I was getting hot. Thinking about Kane saying that the uh, the Cowboys narrowly defeated the Lions by 18 points, while the Jaguars convincingly lost to the Giants by a yard. Oh, just just got a little hot there. Just got a little hot. Dude, did you like? Did you watch the game? Like the Lions Cowboys game? Genuine question. Did you watch the Jags Giants game? Genuine question. I did. It was down to the wire. They lost like, by a yard. Yeah, I know that was it. But they went to Jacksonville and beat them. And at home, the Dallas fucking Cowboys. The Dallas fucking Cowboys had the Lions come in there and almost beat them going into the fourth quarter. All right. Anyway. All right. So I'm tired of hearing you two yes, fucks talk yes, about the Giants and the Cowboys. Yes, Move on. Yes. I didn't. I <laughs> yes. didn't want to start an argument. I just wanted. To yes. Okay. So, Jaden, do you have something similar to the team's file in the Seahawks? I've got Chargers, Rams, Raiders, and Tyler does as well. Chargers, Rams, Raiders? Yes. What I have, yes. Yeah, honestly, I could I could see the Raiders over the Bucks right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm with that. Okay. And uh, you're going to you're not going to like what Tyler says then. <laughs> um Chargers Rams, Raiders. 
Oh no. And then, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I know what you're thinking. It's not okay. Uh, I have I have the Bucks coming up behind the Raiders personally. Jaden, you had the Bucks ahead of the Raiders, but Jay, uh, Tyler, how many yeah. teams do you have Just above the Bucks? Just one. Okay. Cardinals. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Um, I think the return of DeAndre Hopkins is uh, is pretty big. I know they lost Hollywood, but like honestly, DeAndre was gobbling up targets left and right, and their defense is like underrated. I know that like it was they let up thirty-four uh, points, but like they're they're but they were never in a pressure situation where they needed to to perform, where they needed to get a stop or anything like that kept, in that game because they kept putting up points of, because because of what did the defense Dalton do? Kept throwing the ball. The defense got two pick sixes, which is a part of their defense. I mean, you can't discount that. I mean, I know it definitely helped in the overall score of the game and the flow of the game, but like at the same time, two pick sixes is two pick sixes. And what they had done in previous weeks was actually pretty impressive as well. They held the Eagles to 20 points. They held the Rams to 20 points. I know the Rams aren't that great of an offensive team, but in the past couple of weeks, they had done pretty well defensively. Uh, and I, I, I don't mind the direction they're going uh, compared to the Bucks. After a week seven win against a tier, well, tier three, now tier four team, yeah, I don't keep think going. that the Cardinals can now be. Okay. Oh, you know what? Just say what you're going to say. Who did the Bucks play? Panthers. How many touchdowns did the Bucks score in that game? <laughs> the Panthers. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Zero. The Bucks are the Bucks are extremely lucky that there's a team like the Denver Broncos right now yeah. doing what they're doing. Yeah, dude, true. Like the Broncos are like the punching back around the league right now. Um okay. I'm kind of with that, man. Yeah, I'm kind of with That's that. That's not something I'm willing. So Cardinals, then Tampa, right? Then I have Green Bay. I have the Falcons. Oh dear. Okay. I have Green Bay as well. I have Bucks, Falcons, Packers. I have Now is I this have an Bucks, NFC North Packers, fight Falcons. thing or Bucks, Packers, Colts, Falcons Dude. actually, but I mean I know the Falcons got their ass kicked, but at least it was against a tier one team. Mm-hmm. Packers is also a tier four team. Yeah, I I'm with I'm with the Falcons better than the the, the Packers right now. I mean if they can't I mean, I I called it like I shot a hail mary because I was like, don't bet on the Commanders Packers game at all. But if you're gonna bet on it, if we can stop the run game, then we can win. Like that's the most simple shit that I ever could have said, and we did end up winning that game. But like, that's the game plan for the rest of the teams in the NFL going forward for the Green Bay Packers, and it's a dead set, hundred percent guaranteed win game plan right now. If they cannot run the ball, they will not win the game. Straight. The Packers in the next. The same, the, but listen, the same exact thing goes for the Falcons. If they cannot run the ball, they will lose 100% of the time. Because if you th- let Mariota throw the ball more than 30 times a game, you will lose by 50. But and the, Falcons and the Falcons are, are built to run up. the ball. Like, they are built. That team was built from the ground. Like, so far this year, that's. With Tyler Algier? Yeah. Yeah. They look real okay. built to run the ball. So, so we're, we're, we're putting teams projecting on who's coming back and things of that nature. They're going to get Corderell Patterson back. Who are the Packers getting back? No reinforcements are coming. Odell Beckham, yeah. Chase Claypool, mm. Brandon Cooks, Jerry Judy. Yeah, because well, yeah, the Packers I'll, have I'll been so like big on going in the middle of the season and trading for big-name wide receivers because that's what the Packers have. Now, 
Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this, and this is going to be my hot take. This is going to be uh, something that is going to definitely create a shitstorm of sorts in our, in our weekly pick on Friday. Packers are going to be in Tier 2 next week. Yeah. Then why do you have the Falcons in front of them? Because that's where they are right after now. They, but I'm calling it right now. Beat the Bills. I'm calling the Packers. The Packers are going to beat the Bills on Sunday night this week. All right, Mr. Upset, Tyler North. Uh, but, okay, what what order? Okay, I'm definitely putting... Bucks, Bucks ahead. I literally was Bucks like, ahead. okay, okay. I've got, I had the Falcons at, I think I had them at 20 this week, 21, something like that. And I was like, finally, we're going to not talk about the Falcons this week. I'll, they'll be like... They're going to, all right, I have them at 20. I'd be like, I have them at 21. Totally fine with putting them at 20, and we'd move on. It's It It doesn't end. Dude. It just Do you know doesn't. Who the, in two of the next three games, the Falcons play the Panthers. I know the Panthers just beat the Bucks. I get that. Week by week, you know, this shit happens. I would absolutely be looking to pound the Falcons this week. They're six and a half point favorite. Pound them. One team got blown out. One team got a blowout. Both by 18 points. We know how this league works. You go in the opposite direction. You go with the team that just got blown Starting out. in week two, the Falcons lost to the Rams at the Rams by four points. Then they beat the Seahawks, a team that we have in tier two now. They lost to the Browns at home by three. They lost to the Bucks by six. They beat the 49ers, who we had in tier one at one point in time. And they lost 17 to 35 to the Bengals this week. I think that certainly puts them ahead of the Green Bay Packers for sure. The Falcons beat the Browns. I mean, the yeah, the Falcons beat the Browns. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, I'm tripping. Nice. Yep. They beat them 23 20. Yeah, right. They're also tied for first. And just because I said the Packers would be in tier two next week doesn't mean that I don't think the Falcons might be in tier two. I don't think there's anything that the Falcons could do next week against the Carolina Panthers that would move them into tier two. I don't know. Panthers are kind of impressive, impressive after all beating of the Bucks. Two lost. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Um, the next team that I have coming up behind oh, these guys is the Colts because they have a new QB in town. Let me ask you this real yeah. quick, real quick, before, before we do move on. Do you think that there's any Packers fans that are seriously going to argue against us as where the Packers are right now? No, because the Packers fans are pissed because they've had success for the last 15 years and now they're not experiencing it. So, like, we're the worst team in Tell the league. Tell what he's won, Bob. I do this all the time. Yeah. Like, Packers fans, I mean, Jaden hit the yeah, nail. Yeah, but you on might the have head. an argument. Jaden hit the nail on the head. Exactly. Like, I mean, tell him what he's won, Bob. Like, this, this Green Bay team hasn't had to go through shit the past ever since they had Aaron Rodgers. And Tyler, you can tell him. Tell him what he's. Tell him, tell him. My man pulled out a Price is Right refer, <laughs> uh, reference. Tell him what he's won, Bob. <laughs> R.I.P. Bob Barker, by the way. A lot of R.I.P.s this episode, uh, but yeah, I'm comfortable with that. Uh, let's keep moving on. Um, I got the Colts next. I gave you, I gave you the Bengals ahead of the Vikings. It's the least you can do. And I gave you the Dolphins ahead of the Jets. Yeah. Hey, you gave Kane that too. I didn't get to reap any of these rewards. Kane was in on all of this except for the Falcons. He suffers never. He gets what he wants. I'm going to get what I want you, I make the grade. No! You will not. This week, <laughs> this week, we have to hold this fucking menace to society accountable. We have to hold you accountable. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, I will go into the... I will comment as the Blitzbot 
and be like these rankings are absolutely false because of our content creator so and guess what i last, do delete <laughs> last last thing on the uh last thing on the bucks kane and i have a bet for this week that the loser will be participating in on engage eight i have tom brady as a top 12 quarterback this week kane has him outside of the top 12 loser has to do 20 push-ups on engage eight i'm ready oh Hold on, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Are you gonna cut? I was the first trying to. Part? I was trying to find this video of that. That that is me when you all are saying that you better not change the power rankings. <laughs> I just said it. That, that's this is me. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Um, the last thing I'll say about the Bucks, Jaden, is that Kane and I have a bet if Tom Brady is a top twelve quarterback or better. Kane does 20 push-ups. If he's outside the top 12 this week, I do 20 push-ups on Engage 8 next week. In fantasy scoring mm-hmm. or in, like, PFF yes. grades? Okay. Fantasy scoring. Okay. Oh, I mean, he's been dog shit. All right. After the Packers. Yeah. Colts. Who do we have? Colts. Oh, you guys aren't going to like this. New QB in town. I have the Bears. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, now that I'm thinking about it, Look I at their losses. Chicago up. I do want to move Chicago up yes. because Justin Fields looked so much better last night than anything we've seen so far from him. You know why? He had 11 designed runs last night. The most he's ever had in his career before that game was five. This is how you need to use him, and I know you don't want to get him hurt, but if you want to win football games, this is how you do it with Justin Fields. You don't let him step back 30, 40 times a game. You lean into the run game. Look at what the Eagles are doing with Jalen Hurts. That's the kind of player Justin Fields is. You need to lean into that. When it comes to the Bears, you can't go too crazy with it because they did lose. There's a cap because they lost to the Commanders. And should have won. Yeah, they should have won, but we won. We won because we won a fair game. Like that was, we beat them. Okay. And uh, you can't put them past the Commanders. So you can only put them so far, uh, you know. They were they were driving to tie the Vikings. We just beat the Packers, by the way. I don't know if anybody wants to know that. Lost to our lost to our tier one Giants I by I think six one possession game. Had a chance to at the end of the game tie that game up or take the lead. Still in the tier one. Um, but I think it makes an argument for the Bears to be. I mean, what the Bears showcased. I mean, better than the Patriots. Yeah, better than the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. They kicked their ass. That was an absolute ass kicking from the quarterback position to the defense to the coaching. Everything, everything was. They just got outclassed in that game, hundred percent. It wasn't even close. Um, what have the Browns really done lately that that's impressed you guys? What have the Colts done? And Colts have got Sam Ellinger in at quarterback now. What have the Saints? Which, uh, done? I mean, damn it, Tyler, you're fuck. I'm like sitting here looking. Done? I had the Bears. I had the Bears at twenty nine, and then you said it, and I was like. You know? And then I moved them in front of New England. And then you said about Cleveland. I'm like, well, shit. And then I moved Cleveland behind them. And then I was like, well, Jacksonville's looked pretty terrible lately, so I moved them behind them, and just like that, Chicago's in Tier 3. Damn you. I can't, I can't do yeah, it on the Colts yet. If you wanna... I can't do it on the Colts yet. The Colts are 3-3-1 right now. Uh, they've got Sam Ellinger, a new QB in town. He's going to be more effective than Matt Ryan has been. Nope. Like, no? I find that really we... hard to believe. Okay, so we just sat here and and said that the Dolphins situation at quarterback, we're we're literally bumping them up because they went to a backup, is what you're telling me. They just won a football game. Where were too. they last week? They just won a football game. 
Uh, Colts lost. The Colts lost. Yeah, the Colts lost, and they yeah, benched the Matt lost. Ryan. The Colts, Colts lost. They lost convincingly, they, in my opinion. Yeah, and they benched Matt. They Ryan. were never even close in that game. I mean, I guess they were kind of close, but not really. They benched. Close nineteen ten. I'm pretty Ryan. sure. And they benched Matt Ryan. No more of Matt Ryan. That I mean, Jaden, you Listen. said you said it clearly uh, towards the end of the year. How m- this is as worse as the Colts can get. With Matt Ryan, that's yeah, the worst that the Colts offense will look like. I didn't like. anticipate them benching Matt Ryan. Sam Ellinger was a sixth-round quarterback for a reason. Name, I can count on one hand how many sixth-round quarterbacks have worked out. I can name it on two fingers, actually. Gardner Minshew, who, yes, I'm going to name him first, and Tom Brady. <laughs> that's it. That's the list of sixth-round quarterbacks that have came in and been effective. That, and I know Tyler's looking it up right now. but That can't be true. But, yeah. Came in, okay, in the last 20 years. Bro, okay. Mark Bolger. You're acting like Sam Elger was Ooh. a piece of shit coming out of Texas. First of all, he went to Texas. Um, he was a piece of shit. He got drafted in the sixth he, round. He, Matt Hasselback. He started all. He started nine games as a freshman at Texas University football, which is pretty good. Uh, uh, threw almost 100 touchdowns now in his is. career. Gone. Uh, threw almost 100 touchdowns in his career, 94 tuds. Uh, not too shabby, you know? I mean, he had a really good college career. And do you want me to go? He's not built like like a college quarterback. Like, are we gonna Bailey Zappi and Sam Ellinger? I'm taking Ellinger over Zappi, and it's not like if you put Ellinger into the situation, if you put Ellinger into the situation, into the situation in New England, if you put Sam Ellinger into the same situation that Zappi was in this year, I think you see a lot of the similar shit playing out. Dude, this is a guy that was highly touted after the preseason this year after he finished with a 90 overall average PFF grade in the preseason this year. Started the preseason by throwing two tuds, no interceptions in his first game. Two tuds, no interceptions in his second game. And generated a shit ton of trade interest. This is, like, on record. Like, generated a shit ton of trade interest after the preseason. What does a shit ton mean for a sixth-round quarterback? What? It's, like, really faint. Oh, probably because I just fucking howled into the mic. But. You're good now. Okay. What is a shit ton of trade interest as far as what you would get for Sam Ellinger if you traded him tomorrow? That's not a relevant question. What is that? What are you going to say in response to that? Why does that? How does that help you make your argument? Because he's not as valuable as Bailey Zappi. If you, dude, if Bailey Zappi got put on the trade market right now. He's, thank you, Tyler, for the clapping emojis. Probably a second or third round pick right now. And they picked him with a fourth round pick. Sam Ellinger, you're getting what? A fifth? A f- at the very most, you're getting a fourth round pick for Sam Ellinger right now. Mm, you guys are you guys are crazy. Like I don't know, bro. Uh, <laughs> six six round quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Maryland. Matt Hasselback, Mark Bolger, Tyrod Taylor, Gardner Minshew. We got five. Maryland I mean, beat the shit out of Texas for many years in a row. And Maryland sucks. Dude, what we've seen. No, they generally, sucked. Generally, they suck. Past tense. Past tense. They sucked when Bull, Sam Ellinger was playing quarterback. But that, if you don't think that, like, Sam Ellinger and Fucking Zappy idiot. are, like, you think Zappy's, like, clearly better than Ellinger, bro? Like, that's laughable, yes. in my opinion. Like, I can't Zappy wait to hear in, okay. other people Zappy put their... Zappy has come in and convincingly... Ellinger hasn't come in! Ellinger hasn't had the chance to come in yet! He hasn't even had the fucking chance to come in the game right. yet! Right, correct, correct. So we have to go off what we have. We have seen Bailey Zappy. 
So how can we just assume that this guy's going to come in and do really well? It doesn't happen all we the time. Have I understand you're talking about preseason. You're talking about preseason. Preseason is third stringers. These are NFL talents now. These are top-tier guys that he's going to be facing week in and week out. I don't know how you can shit on him without him playing an NFL game yet, uh, an official regular season game. I don't think we're shitting on him, but I don't think you can put him over a guy that has already proved himself in the NFL. Okay, all right, fine. So we're putting the fucking Bears ahead of everybody? Sorry. I uh, don't have the Bears in front argument. of the Colts. I will go that far. Okay. I will not have. I will not put the Bears in front of the Colts, but I'm putting them right behind them. And I know you all are going to hate it, but I have Denver higher than you all would like. I, I just – I can't ignore their defense. I can't. It's literally the best defense in the league right now, and no one cares because of the expectation in the preseason that this was going to be a dynamite offense. And because it's not, no one cares about the fact that they have the <laughs> best defense in the league. But you got to win football games. The best. you got to win football games. That's pretty important. I know you have to win football games, but tell me they're not better than Jacksonville, Cleveland. They all have the, the New Orleans Saints. They all have the same record. Jackson, they all have the Jacksonville same actually has a shot at winning their division. The Saints clearly have a shot at winning their division now, and the Browns are still in Cleveland it. Cleveland doesn't. Uh, Cleveland doesn't. Cleveland doesn't. Okay, but the Browns are like far, or the Broncos are far more out of the race than the Broncos are, or the Browns are. Jaden. Jaden. Are they? They're, Jaden. They're two games back. Jaden. In that division, Broncos have scored one touchdown in three straight weeks. I well, they had one touchdown across those three weeks. My bad. Okay, well, what about the other two weeks? That's only thirty-three percent, dude. I can't ignore their defense being the best unit in the league. If you're just gonna say that, the... you will not have an argument here. I will. Your argument will I not will. have it. Will not be worth. Something's... I will. Here. I will say it until it does. No. But something has to give. No. Something has to I... give. Okay. So... I have the Steelers ahead of them. I have the Browns ahead of them. I have the Colts. I have the Saints. Yeah, I have. I have the Patriots. I, I have all those teams ahead of the Broncos. I have the Pats, the Jags, the Browns, and the Commanders in front of the Broncos. But okay, uh, let's do. Even in close games. Um. Game. So next up after the Bears, the Jags. Where do you have the Broncos? What number? I don't even want to say. What number? Do, why are you so fucking I have, high on this team? I have the Broncos at twenty-seven. I don't, I don't know. I have the Broncos at twenty-seven. You are a you are a paper machine. Yes. All you love to go off is what is on the paper instead of the. You ignore the results as what's going on in the field, and you just want to look at oh, this is who the players they have on because paper. they are good so players. They're, better, it they're not matter. playing okay, good. So what they're putting on the field. <laughs> what they're putting on the field. 50% of what they're putting on the field is the best unit in the NFL. If Okay, let's say we had the best offense in the NFL and their defense was giving up 40 points per game. Would we have them higher than 27th? Probably. The Lions were in that conversation remember, remember, there for a minute. Remember, Yeah, but remember the – okay, but they had no preseason. Remember the Cowboys two, three years ago when Dak was, like, lighting it up for the first five weeks and then he broke his ankle, whatever, and the Cowboys defense was giving up, like, 40 points per game. We weren't talking about them being one of the worst teams in the league. We were talking about them being one of the best teams in the league. Because they have one entire half of the football team is the best in the league. And I know we all hate Russell Wilson on this podcast, but he's really not the worst piece. He's not the biggest piece of shit on the planet. <laughs> as a person, he's the biggest piece of shit on the planet. But as a quarterback, he's not the biggest piece of shit on the planet. He is. He is. 
a bottom tier quarterback right now in this league. He probably is. Absolutely. But like, of anybody like in is that a... bottom tier, I trust him to get out of it. Yeah, but is it him anymore? I, mean, I guess. Like, but is like... it, this is the same guy. <laughs> I just I. They haven't done anything to show me that they should be above two. They lost to the Jets, and it was unsurprising. Like, they lost to the Jets, and it was like, oh. Because they have Greg Repian. <laughs> Who, okay, but do we think that Russell Wilson yeah, would have won exactly. that game? I'm going to say exactly. no. 100% agree with Tyler. Um, because why Why should I say yes? Has he scored a touchdown in the red zone this year? Okay. No. Okay. What has, he, what has he done to show me that he can go out there and win a game more so than Brett Repian? Okay. Well, he's won two more games than Brett Ripien this year. Let's let's. He's also played in six more games than Brett Ripien, or five more games. Percentage. Let's round out the rest of this tier three. Uh, we got Colts, Bears. We have to make some Browns, cuts. Jags. What do we think? No, Patriots. Patriots have got to be ahead of the Browns to beat the piss out okay, of. Okay, that's fair. And then, I still like the Jags better than the Browns. Hmm. Yeah, they're, yeah, the Jags are a foot away from beating a Tier 1 yep. team. Okay. All right, so that this moves the Browns. Yeah, I threw that argument right back at you, Jaden, didn't I? <laughs> I know, but it says more about the Giants. Okay. <laughs> Does it? I've got, in the, rounding out this tier, I've got Saints, Commanders, Broncos. No, Okay. I'm probably gonna go Browns. I do not have the commanders. Browns, Saints, Commanders, Broncos, Bears, Steelers, Texans, Lions, Panthers. All right, let's start with the first three. Okay. I have Saints at the top of this tier. I. What do you have, Aiden? My list is completely construed. I have no. Well, idea. you got to give me an opinion here. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out of opinions. Wow. Okay. If we're just ranking Broncos these Broncos is what killed Jaden. I thought the Falcons would be, but the Broncos is the nail in yeah. the coffin. Okay. We killed him. If we're ranking these eight, can we please just move the Broncos in front of the Browns? That's it. I'll, I'll even leave the Saints in front. I think the Browns have an argument to be better than the Saints, man. I mean, the Browns Lord just... I... No, I don't. They're arguably don't. a false... You know, Andy Dalton false, actually they're arguably a false start call away from beating the Ravens at M&T who are sitting at an eighth. Yeah, okay. They're arguably. That's why I said arguably. But they are a... Arguably tying. The Ravens are sitting at our tier one and they're eight right now. I mean, come on. Come on. The, the Browns the week this, before lost by 20-some points to the Patriots, who were a couple spots The Saints just let the Cardinals put 38 points on them, right? 42, Oof. but two of those were pick six. Oof. So, yeah, that, car, that argument's over. Uh, the Browns ahead of the Saints, and then Broncos and Saints is where it gets no, interesting. No, you know what? No! I'm back. I, I will not stand for Jacoby Brissett-led team to be— Dude, Andy Dalton is the third-rated quarterback via PFF right now. Third. And he's going to get Slant Boy back. Um, but the Browns are eventually, I mean, going to get Deshaun Watson back here soon. So we've got to start, I feel like we've got to start taking that into consideration That's now. That's a good point because I have been saying that for a while as we are getting closer and closer to him coming back. Right, but the season's like if 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 they're two and nine going into that game, do you play run. Deshaun? There's no, there's no. I 
You guys are making excellent points. I don't know. You guys are fantastic. Cream of the crap. I mean, you probably... Either way, Deshaun Watson you is eligible. You yeah, do. you. I think you do because he's the you play. Him. Yeah, he's the brand. You just signed him to the biggest contract in NFL history. One of the most controversial things ever. And to not play him would look pretty bad on Cleveland's part. Uh, so yeah, I think they'll definitely play him. And once Deshaun comes back, we gotta start thinking about that. So Browns ahead of the Saints, and then I mean, I've got the Saints ahead of the Broncos. I don't know about you, Tyler. Yeah, you, I have you the Saints. I have the Saints ahead of the Broncos, but I have the Broncos ahead of the Browns. I have the Steelers ahead of the Broncos and Browns, but that's just. Me. And you hate the Browns, but I mean, it's. And then wait till Kane pulls up with Commanders in front of the Steelers, and then we just have a huge clusterfuck right there between. I did. I did really like. I'm I'm willing to put the Broncos right here. I think that's that's where I'm personally willing to drop them. Uh, I'm cool with putting the Steelers ahead of the Commanders, okay? Like, we do, to make an argument for the Commanders real quick, because I do want to, because it's my team. Uh, Taylor Heineke's back. You tell him. Terry, Terry, that uh, Taylor Heineke, Terry McLaurin. Wait, 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 wait. So special, man. Why did we just move the Patriots up for getting the shit beat out of them by the Bears? We, they were, they were higher than that last week, I'm pretty sure. Really? Oh, I guess because I had them in a lower tier. I had them in tier four coming into this week, so I guess that's why I thought that. My bad. Please continue, Kane. I also think when it comes to the Patriots, like, this quarterback controversy is going to push both guys. Like, either way, the quarterback play is going to get a lot better. I don't know. Yeah, I think we saw Mac it last Jones, night. I was about to say, I think, I think Mac Jones is a guy that feeds off of having, you know, everybody in his corner. And no, no one is in his corner. Dude, after Zappi made that first big throw... They panned him back on the sidelines in his helmet, and he's like, fuck! Like, I was like, dude, that is a terrible teammate. <laughs> like, oh my god. But supposedly, like, I heard on the telecast, like, when Zappi scored a touchdown, though, Mac Jones is the first guy to run out there and congratulate him. So I don't know what to think. I saw that, but it's like, I mean, of course, you know that the cameras are going to be on you after Zappi scored a touchdown. It's like you want to put that smiley face. All right, on. let's let's close out this yes, tier. Four. Okay, um, I I'm cool with putting the Steelers ahead of the Commanders because I think overall I liked what I saw from Kenny Pickett on Sunday Night Football. Like I think that he can. I did too. Yeah, I think he can make plays for this team. I may I may becoming a Kenny Pickett apologist, dude. He looks the part, man. He looks the part. I will say. The, the the baby hands picket thing he did look like he had trouble commanding the football when it started to come down um obviously that was towards the end of the game he threw the two picks at the end of the game but he's got seven picks and three turnover worthy plays it really sucks because that seeing picks kills your confidence but he's really not putting the ball in harm's way that much it's just shit luck kind of kind of going against him hopefully we get some regression down the stretch here and he looks fantastic and has a couple of drop picks which would be awesome um but he he looks great um, and despite i and despite what don't know how, but despite what the steelers defense like the expectation was that they were going to be bad this year that the secondary was going to be horrendous and they've been like i even though they dropped those four picks like they were able to get their hands on four balls from Tua tongue last night so in the rain you know, so like, I like the Steelers' defense. I, I can, I'm comfortable with putting them right behind the Broncos, ahead of the Commanders. 
The Lions got to slide behind the Commanders for sure. I was sure. about to say, we got to move the Lions back. <laughs> I got the Panthers at 30. If, Do we move the pan? I The Texans have to be last. We'll move the Texans to last. I mean, I'm not gonna put up. Sorry, a fight. Texans I'm fans. I'm not gonna put up a fight. Yeah, you got. You guys had your. Uh, you guys had your day in the sun, or a couple weeks in the sun, where you weren't the worst team in the league. But uh, here we are, back in reality. And it makes sense for them to continue to lose. I mean, Davis Mills is not your answer. I think that's what we've kind of decided. And you know, go out, get C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, have your pick at the top of the draft, and then start this process. I mean, if we're paper watching here, uh, the Lions are better than the Panthers, but. I mean, it's not if we're paper watching. Yeah, it's the Panthers not might close. be in front of it's some of not, these teams. It's not like it's not as far as uh, differential, you know, as might think. Like, okay, but at the same, okay, but Jaden wanted to make the argument for the Broncos and their defensive unit, what they've been doing. What about the Panthers' defense? Because this has been a unit that's extremely underrated, in my opinion. I mean, they've they've put together three or four straight really good weeks. I know, I think there was twenty four against the Rams, but they did have a pick six in that game. Um, which was funny enough, their only points from the offense, I believe. This past week, I mean, they only allowed three points to the Bucks. Why? I mean, this Panthers defense is really fucking good, and Brian Burns is a star. Might be one of the most underrated players in the league. If he can stay a Carolina Panther. But that you shouldn't take that into consideration when making power rankings. This Lions team, a lot was expected out of the offense. And that was the big thing. And DeAndre Swift's been hurt. They've got a bye this week. So we're probably going to be moving them down anyway. So, yeah, I like the Panthers uh, at that 30 spot. Lions at 31, Texas at 32. Jaden, you got any quarrels? No, I was just looking. So I went on our favorite website, PFF, um, and looked at the team rank because I was curious about the Panthers' defense and where they were at. And I looked at the best defense in it, obviously, it was the Denver Broncos. And I wanted to see who the worst offense was. It's the New York Jets. Mm. Uh-oh. Granted, mm. the Broncos are second, but... Where's the Jets' defense? Num it's number two. It's really strange. Wow. You didn't, you didn't want to mention that? What's wrong with you? Well, no. I mean, the, I wanted to mention the offensive part. I think they're a good defense, but I just... Yeah, a good negotiator isn't going to bring up his his faults. Yeah, so why no, would he I mean do that? that's not relevant to me. Fair. It doesn't support my case. That's fair. That's fair. It's three wins is the difference, which I will. I think we've, I think we've got it though. I think, I think we've got our ranking. This is the power ranking. I think we finished out another successful. Week. Yes, we have. All right, yeah, I'm feeling good about these power rankings. Uh, we've we put a decent amount of time into this one, about an hour fifteen. Uh, so, yeah, to recap for our listeners, real quick, rapid fire, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, Vikings, Cowboys, Giants, Ravens in Tier 1, 49ers, Dolphins, Jets, Titans, Seahawks, Chargers, Rams, Raiders in Tier 2, Cardinals, Bucks, Falcons, Packers, Colts, Bears, Patriots, Jags in Tier 3, and to round out Tier 4, we have the Browns, Saints, Broncos, Steelers, Commanders, Panthers, Lions, and Texans. So, that does us for the power ranking segment of the week. Uh, before we head on home, let's do a little bit of a Thursday night football preview, shall we? It's a good game. Ravens versus Bucks. Tyler, will let you take it away. Yeah, so we've got finally a, a Thursday night game with, with two 
pretty competitive teams. I mean, we would think that. Obviously, the Bucks are having their struggles. The Ravens almost blew a 10-point lead um, this past week as well. So both teams kind of having their struggles, but these are two teams that I think we can still look at it. If they can turn it around, can, can be a Super Bowl contender. Um, the Bucks are one and two at home this year. So that's something that's very concerning. The line in this game is Ravens by one and a half. So if you're looking at that and you're thinking, wait a minute, the Bucks at home are an underdog? It's only the 13th time ever in Tom Brady's career that he's an underdog as a starter at home. Anybody want to guess what he is against the spread in those 12 games? 12 and out. 11 and 1. Close enough. Don't bet against Tom Brady as an underdog. Um, the big thing for this game is going to be if the Ravens can control the ground game, I think they're going to win this game. Uh, the Bucks rank last in the league in rushing at 64.4 rush yards per game. So they're going to be depending on the pass. One of these two scenarios is going to work out. Bucks passing game is if it's electric and it's where it needs to be, they're probably going to end up being victorious. Ravens control the ground, grain, ground game, control the time of possession, control the clock, keep Brady off the field. They're probably going to end up winning this game. Uh, so it's going to be two completely different mindsets for these coaches. Going to be interesting how it shapes out. Both teams need this win. Probably say the Bucks might need it more than the Ravens right now. Um, what are your guys' thoughts for this game? Real quick, I'll give up my pick. Um, I'm going to go with the Bucks in this game, but I'll let you guys uh, take your pick. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I'm right there with you. I think the Bucks do win this game. You don't bet against Brady as an underdog. Um, and... I don't like what I've seen from Baltimore over the last couple weeks. I don't like what I've seen from Tampa Bay either. But the way to beat the Ravens is to beat them through the slot. And they have the Bucks have one of the best slot receivers in the NFL in Chris Godwin. I think he's going to have a huge day. DFS-wise, DFS I'd you know, really be looking to pick him up because you've obviously got the two great perimeter corners in Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. Neither one of those guys really ever lean into the slot. That's where Chris Godwin's going to be at. And he's going to be eating today or – on Thursday. Today. No, when this comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah, today. Today. Sorry. This is this is Thursday. Today's Thursday, by the way. Um, but I'm taking Tampa in this one. This is a... Say it with me. Get right game. Get right game. Tampa Bay. <laughs> they need it really badly. So they're going to come out on top of this one. Sweet. Uh, I'll go against you two. I'll go the Ravens just because of how shitty the Bucks have looked. Um, you mentioned it, Tyler. It's either going to be... The Bucks dominate the pass game against a porous secondary against the Ravens. They win the game. Or the Ravens dominate on the ground game against a not-so-great run defense in the Tampa Bay Bucks so far this year. I think the latter is much more likely. We haven't seen signs of life from this past game in weeks, even though guys have been coming back. I mean, Mike Evans dropped like an easy touchdown, and like I... I if you see, like, that set the tone. Might that be set the, the simple, tone for that entire game. The single easiest touchdown I've ever seen that was not caught. Yeah, that's the truth. And when you see shit like that out of a Bucks wide receiver core that's supposed to be one of the best in the NFL, I can't feel great about it. So if you're asking me what's more likely to happen, Ravens dominating the run game and winning in Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay finally getting their pass game on track, I'll take the Ravens against the Bucks on Thursday. All right. Well, that does it today. Yes, today. Correct. My apologies. But yes, that does it for our uh, power rankings episode and a little bit of uh, Thursday night preview. It's good shit, man. I feel like we had some healthy debate today for sure. A lot of a lot of movement going on. Very extremely healthy. 
Yeah. All of this was so healthy. Yes. We just sometimes you just need to. <laughs> I think I think that as podcast members, we just need to air out our grievances. Sometimes, sometimes we need to put the dukes up and just virtually fight each other. You know. So, with Vikings, Vikings should still be with forward, that. But with whatever. that, in Tyler's Steelers ever so menacing okay. stance, uh, we'll catch you guys uh, later this week. Peace.